This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, I think at the time when we conceived this conversation, things were looking good. But now we're like kind of back in stage four. But I think overall speaking, there certainly has been a noticeable uh, change and some kind of stability when it comes to power supply. Uh, and while South Africa, the, the, the country's crippling um, electricity outages could end sooner than expected as power generation is being ramped up. That's according to the, the Minister of Electricity. ESCOM has been imposing daily scheduled uh, blackouts to safeguard the grid uh, whenever demand outstrips supply due to underperforming power plants. Uh, Dr. Jose Nsoramogopa says that more than 100 best generation experts from ESCOM, government and private sector have been mobilized and deployed at the worst performing power stations to boost output. Demand has also slowed with peak winter demand projected at 34,000 megawatts uh, and has and uh, now has been down at 30,000 megawatts. Let's speak to the um, SA Energy Forum's Executive Director, Sati Madela, joins us on the line this morning. Good morning to you, and thank you very much for joining us. Good morning to you, Travis, and good morning to the listeners. What is your reading of uh, where we find ourselves right now? Ministers talking about uh, uh, the ramping up of power generation. Uh, the demand is uh, actually at a level that is lower than our current output. What's been the main change that you have observed? The main change that we've observed was eventually the government realizing that it cannot continue subjecting this country to a load shedding that is informed by the decisions that they had undertaken, not because of the capability of the machines. Behind all of these traditional listeners is that there are agreements to prioritize new power generation technologies, which happen to be wind and solar. Mm. And this created a situation where the old machines, which needed more budget for maintenance, needed more Mm. attention, they were not looked after. They, they were that old car that does not give you a problem, but it can still take you from Pretoria to mm. Debe. Mm. And mm. what we've seen, because they're panicking, I think they're also panicking for, for the government that is going to be in trouble. We've been working in the background, forcing them to, to say, drive that old car. Mm. It's still drivable. Look after it. Go and change the piston. Go and change whatever you need to change. Mm. So, so basically now we, we, we have a little bit of budget budgeted for the old machines of ESCOM, and that is why we have the situation improving. But behind behind all of this, there's still an attempt from the government to want to close them down to make way for the renewable energy, wind and solar IPPs, and that's the point of contention. We are forcing the government not to dare close down those machines. Mm, mm. I see that yeah. the minister has also indicated that... Uh, um, plans, uh, planned maintenance uh, um, has been drastically reduced. Um, is that not uh, counterproductive as well in the sense that you may reduce it now, but at some point you're going to need to do it? So is it not a case of just delaying the inevitable? No, when you say it's planned maintenance has been reduced, it does not mean that it's been deferred. 
Right. It actually, it actually means that we are maintaining less than mm. we we were we were before. In other words, you have the right parts being put in the right machines. Mm. So that that that's what it means. The, the numbers are, are basically talking about planned maintenance and unplanned maintenance. Mm. So that, that's what he's referring to. If if he was meaning that, he would have said defect, meaning that instead of maintaining, we are not. I maintaining, see. But okay. No. We've reduced it. We, we're not maintaining quite a lot because the so the need right. for maintenance has been reduced. Yes. Rather than uh, uh, eliminated or deferred, as you put it. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think? What is the outlook then? Are we are likely to see? We were speaking to another energy analyst recently who who suggested that actually in winter this is what generally happens when it comes to um, demand generally tends to go down and that uh, it seems like the power stations seem to work more efficiently during the winter months. I'm not quite sure what the science behind all of that is. But what is the prognosis in terms of where we're heading now? Are you, uh, do you concur with the minister that we could see uh, these um, crippling outages or load shedding um, being uh, ended sooner than expected? Absolutely, absolutely. I like the minister because he's an office bearer and he's got all these other factors at play. I don't have, so he used the word we could. Mm. I don't use the word we could. Mm. I use the word we will. No, We will have no load shedding in this country in December. But Tavis, we're going to need you guys. We're going to need all of you. This government wants to close down power stations that are working. We want to expose this hypocrisy. We want to say to them, and I, I hope I say this properly, we want to say to them, please do take the investment money for the IPPs of renewable wind and solar, but remove that clause that you have to close down the power station. If we do that, Tabiso, the load shedding can be ended for good in this country by end of November this year. Mm-hmm. Just to give you an example, okay. look at the load shedding that you currently have. I mean, I have to, we, I'm afraid we're out of times. So I would have loved to hear that, but I'm just very interested to note how bold you are in uh, saying that we're not we could or we will we could uh, uh, achieve an end to load shedding, but that we will. So you are very uh, bullish about it, and I thank you very much for for that. On that optimistic note, I think we should leave it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Keep warm out there. Sati Matela is uh, the SA Energy Forum's executive director. You've been listening to a Power ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power nine eight seven dot co dot za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.